0: Guys, it's Mimi, and we this is another part two of our um talking about um recent games and movies that are coming out. Um today we actually have a guest um on part two. His name is Cross. Say hello, cross.
1: Hello.
2: <laughs>
0: he um his pronouns are he, him, and um He's just going to be in here talking a little bit about the Mario Brothers movie, and then the recent movies that are coming out, like The Little Mermaid. And then we're going to go ahead and get into some also video games and more movies. So, um, Cross, uh, you have your Twitch and your YouTube and Instagram and TikTok, and what else? What other things that you like to do um, as well? What are your favorite things, and what are you what are you supporting right now as well?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, first of all, for having me on the show. I'm Super excited to be here and be a part of this. So thank you so much for having me on to chat and risking your careers bringing me on. Oh well hold on, (laughs) wait
2: a minute. We try to say right now. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a pleasure to have you. Go ahead, continue.
1: No, no. Um but yeah, massive fan. So thank you so much for having me on. And yeah, I'm a full-time Twitch streamer over at Comics and the Cross. That's where you can find us pretty much on all platforms is Comics and the Cross. Um, except for Twitter where we're comics and cross because we're just two letters too long to have our full name on there
2: <laughs> we love that um,
1: but yeah. yeah you can find us pretty much on anywhere we're um, all about geek and pop culture talking about comic books movies video games and um, as of probably pushing close to a year at this point um starting to do a lot of stuff with tabletop gaming and Dungeons and Dragons this became one of okay. our main focuses which is A direction I didn't see us going when we started, but absolutely kind of addicted to at this point. Yeah,
2: yeah. You guys, you guys pop up on my for you page all the time, all the time. Every time I open it, it's you're there. You guys are there, and it's so it's so fun. It's so fun to watch that. I, I definitely can relate relate to that. That's really cool, though. Yeah,
1: that's that kind of just became a random thing that came out of nowhere for us doing Dungeons and Dragons um and somehow I ended up becoming the Dungeon Master even though (laughs) October last year was my first time ever actually playing I somehow became the Dungeon Master and crafting my own story for us and it's just it's been so much fun I absolutely love it I I love telling stories I love um getting into stuff like that creating these worlds and telling stories with the players it's just it's a lot of fun so that's kind of our main thing at the moment um, that we've been kind of focusing on and working on, which has been really cool.
2: Awesome. Didn't well, you just get like... a... Sorry, Mimi, don't make it. <laughs> Didn't you just get, get partnered as well?
1: Uh, yeah, we're partnered with uh, Misty Mountain Gaming, um, an amazing... Uh, Tabletop Gaming Online Store, and uh, mostly focusing on dice and stuff, but we are fully partnered with them. Um, Congrats. Really cool.
0: Congrats.
1: Uh, met them for the first time when we went to c 2 2 in Chicago.
0: Nice. Um, awesome. A,
1: uh, connection with them, and now we're partnered with them. Um, so you can actually use um, our code CROSS10, that's cross S um, S one zero, and to get 10% off any orders at MistyMountainGaming.com. Um, and also, you can see me popping up on their dungeon feed on the website, which is their, like, blog and article section. Um, I've currently got my first piece in for them that's being reviewed to be posted there. And I've also recorded my first video for their social media.
2: Nice! So, uh, creating
1: family-friendly um, campaigns. Like, so, campaigns for five steps to creating a campaign for all ages. And um, So I recently just recorded that and sent that to them as well. So wow, yeah, I started to do a lot of stuff with them, which has been y- really yes. insane. <clears throat>
2: yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of stuff. Awesome. That's awesome, that's dude. Awesome. Congrats again. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I thank love that. You so much.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. It's like yeah, like it's it, it's amazing the doors that have kind of opened recently since we moved over to Dungeons and Dragons. You know, mm-hmm. as I kind of briefly mentioned to you is, um, before we came on, that like yeah, we started off doing something like this we started doing a podcast Um so Dungeons and Dragons was like the furthest thing from our minds it wasn't something we ever thought about you know I never grew up playing it or anything like that or doing anything I grew up in a
2: christian
1: we have a hellfire club like I grew up in a christian household where we were basically believed like Dungeons and Dragons was evil. It was satanic. It's dungeons. Mm-hmm. And magic. That's it's all crazy. That. <clears throat> but,
0: so that whole stuff with Gender Things is actually true. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, spoiler alert. Sorry.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, like that whole thing actually like fully happened. It wasn't quite as bad in the nineties as a kid. It was kind of died down by then. But it was still believed. Like oh yeah, we'd 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 stay away from that. And I'm like, if I'd gotten into this like thirty years ago, like I I would have been addicted my whole life. Like I am. S- I've been playing it for like a year, and I'm addicted to it. So I can only imagine.
0: You yeah, know, yeah, no, it. I actually have a Dungeons and Dragons starter kit. Well, actually, it's not mine. It what? It's mine now. Um, my brother had it, and um, it's. Uh, I, I have like the dice, and I've always wanted to start it. I just never had like all of the people to start it with, so. Hey, if you're ever looking for another campaign person, let me know. Or a person in your camp, or two, not to campaign, just be a part. <laughs> of the
2: campaign.
0: Just let me know.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, we're more than happy to get more people in. Like we've been, we've been really lucky with the people we've gotten to play with us. Some of them are like fellow Twitch streamers. Some are just friends of ours. And even That's like recently, we've awesome. we finished up like our first chapter of the campaign and started our second chapter. Oh, and we had fun! To have someone like drop awesome. out and someone new come in and. The transition has been seamless again so like we've been honestly really blessed with just the people that we've had that we've been able to play with and create great stories with and um i'll give you guys kind of a little exclusive on it as well i don't know if we'll have announced it at this point although it's kind of been mentioned a couple of times but no one said anything to us and uh, we're actually also working on turning the campaign into a comic book
2: um, let's, go. let's go what?
1: Uh, you heard it
0: first on the golden hours. <laughs> yeah,
1: so I'll give you guys a little exclusive there because we've not officially announced it. It's kind of been mentioned during our campaigns on Monday nights, mm. but we've not like officially officially announced. But uh, uh, don't get me wrong, we're like a year, year and a half out from even like sure. we're going to like, put it up in Kickstarter. Awesome. Or yeah. So it's, like mm-hmm. we're like so far out from anything. But mm-hmm. um but yeah, we've got um my partner that started Comics the Cross with me Nitro. his wife is actually um taking my story and turning it into a comic and a script and then he is actually going to be doing the art he does all our artwork and everything he's an artist and you see on our social media he's the one that's like designed the characters that we post up there and like the group shot and everything that's all from him so he's going to be making the comic
2: that's really cool
1: and so really excited about that to see it because like i'm a, I'm a huge comic book nerd. i grew up on comic. i mean you can see it for behind me if, <laughs> yeah. can, but you Liz, can. i see
0: a lot of spider-man spider-man um is my comic book
1: um, oh yeah so, that, yeah that was my job Spider Man. I, I see like...
0: daredevil um i just i have a couple of um spider gwen um comic books as well all of them are in storage right now i uh, currently live with my mother and i share space with her so Everything uh, that I own, like nerdy stuff, is in storage.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was so cool getting to hang some of it up behind me and actually get to put it on, like the set for streaming and stuff. To actually have some of it up and it
0: looks some of the cool. pieces
1: up there are stuff that we actually got when we were at C2E2. Like the one right here is um, the turtles' last drone in from the most recent kind of run, and um, oh, actually yeah. got it signed by Kevin Eastman at C2E2, who was like the co-creator of the turtles, one of the two guys that created. I the
0: love series,
1: that. Which is, which for a nerd that grew up watching the cartoon and reading comic books, actually meeting him was like kind of, uh, it was insane. Oh my god. And
0: my friend Chris, oh my gosh, he would go wild over what you have right now, I will tell you that right now. He's a huge um Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan.
1: Yeah, just, <laughs> it, it blew my mind again like, to meet the guy who actually like created the turtles. It was like, okay, yeah, this is like, tell 10 year old me, like, yeah, you're gonna meet this guy one day. That mm-hmm. blow my mind. <laughs> but the the prospect now of like creating our own comic book and that it's getting created off of my story because I've attempted to write comics before and I kind of have a bit of an ADHD brain of like I can create the story but like actually Mm. sitting down to write it into Mm -hmm. a script no, not going to happen so to have someone who's like okay i'm going to take your story it's your ideas it's your everything i'm going to put it into a script format for you and that's then we're going to make fun. that i'm like okay that's i can work with yeah this i can do and i can i can help and i can edit and i can let you know what i was thinking in these situations and i don't have to worry about getting all the details right
2: mm-hmm.
1: Um. so it's been really cool so the fact that we're even working towards that's kind of insane it's like
2: that's yeah awesome. that's yeah. wild that's so cool. I wish I wish I would have thought of something like that when we were doing the Conan campaign stuff mm, cuz that would yeah. have been that would have been really fun. But I mean the I mean that was How long are your um your chapters? Cuz you said you you guys are just you just got done with chapter 1.
1: Yeah, so we finished chapter 1 and that was about 10 sessions that we did to that so the sessions are about 3 hours a piece and we stream Monday nights between usually about 8:30 and 11:30 gotcha um, because, so months months yeah that so you guys like, it, yeah, it was like like we can only stream like at those times like right at the end of the night because like four out of the six of us um or well yeah four out of the six of us like there's two like husband and wife teams on there and mm-hmm. um, who have kids mm-hmm. so like one of our players he also has kids but his wife can catch them if like something happens like if something happens and one of our kids get up like somebody has to literally get up from the the game <laughs> to go and deal with it so yep. we have to stream like as once for sure all of them are asleep and um, so but for about 10 weeks and um, like 10 consecutive sessions we did chapter one and we're about four deep at the moment of recording this and um, we're about four deep into chapter two
0: um, Wow!
1: and it's been really cool like i i always start as a kind of big idea guy like again I had like the big idea of where we're kind of heading with it and what the big Mm -hmm. kind of conclusion sort of stuff I'm working on is and we're just like okay let's see how we get there which works great for me because in Dungeons and Dragons and I'm like ideas come up and people come to you with things and things change all the time and you have no clue
2: yeah
1: I mean I literally said it to my players at one point we had a session where they ended up getting locked up at one point and I was like I had no idea how you were going to get out of there I hadn't worked an Mm -hmm. idea to get either I just wanted to see like all right let's see what they come up with and they did they came up with some really inventive ideas and i'm like yeah like let's write the story together it's so fun
2: that's really cool
1: i come up with a big idea but it's really cool getting to work with like the group we've got and to come up with stuff and just i love the role play i love the ad libbing the playing characters the that Mm -hmm. side of things telling the story like the the mm-hmm. creating combat and stuff like that is the bit I usually struggle with because like trying to make sure it's all it feels epic enough or feels like the right level, but like just role playing and storytelling, like oh yeah, I couldn't get lost in that forever.
2: Yeah, same. Yeah, that's <laughs> how I was with Conan. I I would look down and you know I I'd hit you know go live and it's like do eh, whatever I like. I'd look back down and see how long I've been streaming and it'd be like thirteen hours and it's like dude, mm-hmm. what? And it's just role playing like crazy, going and doing stuff, doing dungeons, going and meeting new people, mm-hmm. RPing with new people. Dude, yeah. it's so it is, it is so like intoxicating. It's crazy, and you get lost in it. You get lost in it like crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah, I
0: remember yeah. man got me into Conan and I you know, <laughs> or my had bought it for me, and then she got me into um um Red uh Red Dead um role play, and then mm. I bought it for me. I'm really versed right now and the red dead roleplay too. It's fun. Roleplay play is fun. So and then oh yeah. You know, there's a lot of things to do. Like and I did that with the Sims four <laughs> as well. <laughs> it's role as role play, like different characters and stuff like that. So
1: it's it's amazing how much of a creative release it is to do that sort of stuff. Like to create characters and to create personalities and to just completely do these fun inventive stuff just to Mm -hmm. that you've got in your head and once you start using up all the characters you're kind of like oh this would be a really cool one to add to it you start just thinking of these random things like this character's going to be like this why no reason just because I want to see how it plays out and like being a dungeon master to be like for having that creative thing of like creating characters is like crack it really is because it's like I can literally create as many insane characters as I want in as many situations as I want and throw whatever i can at my players and it's like it's it's so fun like and and even as a, a dm like it's about the players and it's about their story mm-hmm. but as a dungeon master i start to get really attached to the characters i create in the world that i created like i never thought i'd be so defensive of andresia and this world that i created and i'm like I, I am this is my baby this is my story now i'm like mm-hmm. it's awesome and i was like i absolutely love it and if you told me like a year ago this is what I was gonna be doing and be obsessed with, then I would not have believed it, you know. But I love oh, no. it so much now.
2: That's really cool. Awesome. See, I love it. my sister is a is a big D and D player and mm. she's been trying to get my now my sisters I've got two other sisters. Um, we are all in different states. So and oh. we all have very different mm-hmm. schedules. <laughs> So it's very difficult for us to be able to sit down, so we actually haven't sat down and like been able to like actually do it um but she's when we do, she's gonna be the the d m and and then my little sister's already created her character, and i've gotta i gotta figure out mine and whatnot but at last christmas um i think i think we got we got her like two different sets of dice. So I'll oh, definitely yeah. be uh to go back. I'll definitely be checking out that uh partnership you've got and go and yeah. check and see what yeah. they've got to see if I can't and get some for myself, but also for my my sisters as well. Right? If you've got anyone yeah.
1: who's an absolute dace not and. And that's—I feel like I'm like doing this really weird promo thing for them right now. But like, I honestly believe it, or I wouldn't have like reached out to them out a partnership. You're good. It's yeah, like misty mountain stuff. Is like their days are like phenomenal. Like I I'm actually looking
0: at their website right now. Go they're
1: gorgeous. They've, do they've got, they do like, custom? So many, I don't think they do custom at the moment. There's opportunities to do custom at times, but and mm-hmm. um, but they've got a massive variety. Like, oh, I they've bet. Got, metal mm-hmm. resin acrylic like whatever glass dice like some of them are just so like beautiful looking like it literally was like i was like a magpie at CTV 2 e 2 going by their table like i kept <laughs> going by like oh that one looks really nice and shiny oh that one's really pretty and i'm like every single set and yeah i ended they up even coming away with it i really
2: features.
1: i ended up getting a metal dice set from them when i was at CTV. 2 it was like um red and gold dragon scale
2: that's really cool. It's
1: like it's so that's cool, really and I'm like, like their stuff is such good quality, and I'm like, and that's yeah. why I reached out. to them like, hey, you, you, is it possible to maybe look at a partnership? And ended up talking with them, and the conversation's going, but like, it was one of those things. Like, I wouldn't have reached out to them for that if I wasn't like happy with the quality for them. And it's like, and right. it's just absolutely, stuff.
2: absolutely. No, <laughs> I definitely, definitely <laughs> understand 100 percent that. I do a ton of research before I. I decide to to do anything, so I I mean I've got mine here, oh, yeah, so like yeah. I I totally get it, <laughs> so and whatnot. But um, but yeah, no, that stuff's really really cool. I haven't been able to participate in the D and D stuff, um, but the RP side of things, and then doing it in the video games with Conan, with Red Dead, GTA, you know, stuff like that. You know, it's uh, it's but I think Conan's been the most serious like RP. i've that i've done the the when it comes to gta well gta is probably the least (laughs) the least serious i would put on the board there but uh the red dead server we're in it's it's pretty it's pretty serious and you get you get a good a good um feel for it and and whatnot but with the conan stuff it was i mean they were they had in a sense dungeon masters they they had like game masters and whatnot and so they they, they controlled like the lore and the map and think like, things that would happen and they were having That's like really- different events happen and stuff like that yeah it was it was really cool so although you know you're getting to <sighs> develop your character for who she like my character arena i was able to develop my character and develop relationships with other characters there was also mm-hmm. like this evil in the land that you had to figure out: Are you gonna go? Are you gonna help people? Are you gonna not help people? How does your character? And it's it's really cool. And the the direction that I originally was going with her ended up being a completely different direction. And it was it was really cool. Mm-hmm. And it's really fun to like see other people's characters and and the the lore of the land and and the game and whatnot and see how it how it affects and whatnot.
1: So absolutely it's really I, cool. would, I would highly recommend if that if you love that sort of stuff and really enjoy that then that that it literally just sounds like D. it's it's dnd on the computer so yeah if you get the chance to then absolutely like because that's all about the role play characters go in different directions and i'm like i miss i never caught any of your Conan stuff but i did manage to catch some of you like doing your Red Dead Redemption like um servers and i did not until i caught that um, first stream where i seen you playing that i didn't realize that was a thing and i'm like this is amazing
2: isn't that crazy I was Like, how
1: did i not know about this like these roleplay servers this is phenomenal idea this is such a mm-hmm. good idea mm-hmm. and i'm like just getting to see these people just getting lost in it and i'm like oh i'm so gonna get lost in this at some point in one of these yep. games it's Absolutely. addicting
2: uh it's it really very- addicting and it's it's scary how addicting it can get like <laughs> it's like every day yeah. as soon as i get done streaming all right good stream okay booting up red dead or booting up conan or it's like oh booting up our gta or whatever it is you know and that's the thing is like for yeah. the longest time i was streaming conan and so it was like that's all i was doing 24 <laughs> 7 and it was it is it is what it is but yeah, yeah, it's And it's... I would
0: I would sit there and just watch Meg's um streams like and I I fell in love with it watching her streams.
2: Um hopefully the Conan server will come back up soon. Um It sounds and... like it is. I'm just gonna I'm Woo-hoo. not gonna I'm not gonna give away any spoilers, but it it does sound like uh the Conan streams will be coming back soon. Woo-hoo. So uh I'm excited for that. And chapter two will uh we'll start with with that so but we'll see but uh mm. speaking of all the well, new stuff well know i will join in <laughs> yeah absolutely i mean anyone anyone's more than welcome welcome to to join in that stuff but uh speaking of the new stuff that new movie the mario brothers movie mm. um i haven't seen it um mean i know you haven't seen it but i know you have across so before i like yeah. i've only seen the trailers i've only seen you know, snippets here and there. Um, whenever I see somebody, like, streaming it on TikTok, I just kind of, like, go past it, because it's like, no, like, I want to see it. Like, I want to be able to go to the yeah, theaters obviously. and see it whenever I have the time, right? But uh, uh <laughs> it's based off of what I've seen, the visuals are beautiful. The colors are great. Like, it seems mm-hmm. very vibrant. Um, we kind of talked about it on another podcast that I was on uh, not too long ago, and people were giving it really, really good reviews and saying that it was phenomenal definitely go if you got, got kids take kids and whatnot yeah, so absolutely. i want to i wanted to hear uh because some of the reviews are saying otherwise some of the critics are saying otherwise mm-hmm. so i want to hear what what you have and what you like
1: yeah mm-hmm. like i was kind of i'm kind of sure like the critic score for like the mario movie that it's so low i think it's like looking at the percent 59%. Like 59% now is like yeah i don't get like This was a, this literally, we bought this on um, Prime Video, like, the day, first day we were able to, this was a must-buy, um, because our oldest son, um, he's about six years old now, um, is actually autistic, Mm -hmm. and one of his big high-focus things is actually, um, Mario, Pokemon, and a lot of the kind of Nintendo stuff, but those two are kind of his main. Mm -hmm. So, like, literally since, like, February, when the first trailer dropped, he saw it, and he was, like, desperately waiting for this movie um, I love that. and we could we couldn't like take him to the theater because like he just he won't sit still in a theater he won't sit yeah, for a I movie so. it's just not possible so like as soon as it became available we bought it it had to be bought and watched that was the treat for that night like we we're going to sit and watch the mario movie um
0: did you buy it on Prime or Voodoo?
1: Yeah, we bought it on Prime. As soon as it became available, awesome. to buy there. We just um, went ahead and purchased it because we figured we're going to be probably watching this obsessively because he loves Mario, regardless. Yeah. <coughs> regardless if it was going to be good or awful, he's going to be obsessed yeah. with it. So, um, awesome. so he yeah, gave I saw it to it available on Prime yeah,
0: as well. So
1: he thought it was amazing, and <laughs> I thought it was a really good movie for what it was. Like, <coughs> excuse me. Oh, you're good. Um, but I don't. I don't think it's like, you know, like cinema breaking, like best movie ever sort of thing or any of that, like, but you get what you pay for, you get what it says on the tin, it's a Mario movie, Do you know what I mean? it's yeah. There's definitely elements of it that are aimed more towards kids, obviously, that's one of their main demographics um, that they're shooting for, especially with it being Nintendo, of course, um, so there's definitely some elements in that for kids, but like overall, it was really enjoyable. Overall, it was a really good movie, really good story. The voice acting, I'm I'm done hearing people like like their crap about Chris Pratt voicing Mario and stuff like that. He's
2: like, a
0: great Mario. <laughs> he, did,
1: he did a great job. Like he did a great job. All the voice cast did a great job in this. They were all phenomenally cast. The the design and like the graphics and everything is are amazing. Like it's so bright, so vibrant but it also turns to like kind of you get the dark and sinister like when you go to bowser's world but it's still vibrant mm-hmm. enough for the kids and like it's really well done and it's like it really kind of like draws you in and then also as well there's also a whole bunch of easter eggs so if you've grown up on mario when you've grown up on like nintendo and stuff there's a whole bunch of easter eggs throughout it as well you can spot and references to get and different things which are really really cool like i i highly recommend people check it out it's definitely a worthwhile to see movie Mm -hmm. so you would
2: you would say that the movie is appropriate for kids and appropriate for honestly anybody of any age
1: oh yeah absolutely absolutely if you're you know it's like kid middle-aged old pensioner whatever it's like this is anyone can watch this and like if you've if you've all got a love for Mario, it's a definite must check out just to see what they do with it. If you have no idea who Mario is, sit down—you'll have a pretty decent time at the very least. If not, a I think really you've
0: been living time. under a rock if you don't know who Mario is.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. But, <clears throat> <laughs> just but yeah, it's like it's—it's it's really well done. It's like the only thing that I had with it was I think I was hoping that Bowser and it was going to be a little bit more menacing as a villain. Um. It comes, they really play into the whole like sick or Peach sort of stuff, like a lot. But then at the mm-hmm. same time in my head, I'm going, but yeah as a kids' movie as well, it's really playing mm-hmm. into the stuff for kids and that. And it's like, so they can't make him much more menacing. Because, like, when at the same time, like, you do get the scene, like, you saw in the trailers of him, like, um, attacking like the ice palace with the penguins and stuff, and mm-hmm. it looked really brutal for like a kids' movie, and I'm like, So they do a decent job with that. But like overall I think this is anyone can watch this movie and have a good time with it. Um as I said, I think the voice cast for it is phenomenal. I think this is really Mm -hmm. cool. I think the the graphics and the design, the picture itself is like amazing. It's so well done. And I love that they didn't try to over explain stuff for it. Especially like in a video game movie, they try to like over explain why things are the way they are. Like, Mm -hmm. when he goes to the Mushroom Kingdom, they've got, like, the random blocks and they've got, like, the moving platforms and they've got the tube system to travel around and stuff. And there's no explanation for it. It's just like, no, that's just the way this world works. I was like, cool. We're not going to try and, like, make it, like, too like real-worldy. We're just going to be like, yeah, this is it. Because, Yep. And I'm like, good. We all know what to expect when it comes to Mario. Don't over explain stuff. And it's like, right. It's really well done.
2: I see. That's I like. Fun. I like that. You know. And it, the thing is, is like, with um, you know, you would expect that most of the people that are going to go and watch this movie, you know, or buy the movie or whatever it may be, you would expect them to, you know, to understand how mm-hmm. the how Mario, the world of Mario, works mm-hmm. in a sense. But it, you're right. There's there's times where it'll be movies and they're like way overly explaining. <sighs> like what is going on and what is happening and happening and it's like for those of us that and you know i don't know it's it's a pretty universal topic Mario's a pretty universal topic yeah. most people have they've either seen uh you know i don't know ads they've seen or they've played the games themselves or they've you know they've seen it at some point even even the the marketing that they have at posters that up that would used to be up in gamestop like you would see the mm. flying platforms like you'd be able to see like so you've seen it you know you don't have to sit there you and don't. describe and be like oh like this why are you going in a tube well we this tube does that it's like everyone knows we all know it and if you don't know yeah. it you watch them do it and then you know you know so it's like yeah. that's we are living under a rock <laughs> yes so it's, yeah. it's 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 nice when it's when it's like that. The reason why I was asking about uh kind of like where you felt, you know, if it was a kid friendly or not, there have there have been some critics that state that the mm-hmm. movie is not appropriate for kids due to torture scenes and how like brutal and violent the movie is. And I was like
1: I wouldn't call it brutal and violent. The only thing that I think verges on the possibility of like do you may question stuff? As you see him in the trailer, but there's a lot more of them. It's when Luigi gets dropped in the cage above the lava pit mm-hmm. uh, one of the other cages has a little blue star. It's like Rosalina's star for the games. Rosalina's star is having a bit of an issue. He's going through a bit of a existential crisis, mm-hmm. where everything is hopeless, and we're all going to die and all that and it's like it's kind of funny seeing this, like, very happy-looking star going through that, but, like, I can also see at the point of, like, that that, that might seem a little dark to some people. hmm Like, literally, he has a comment at the end of the movie, and so it's not really spoils or anything for it, and where, it, like, literally the movie's ending, and he pops up, like, on the black screen at the end before the, the credits roll, and goes, It all ended very happily. Or did it?
0: <laughs> the over now. i think that's hilarious and all, the,
1: and all that's left is you in the void and he just stops talking and literally my son's watching it. and he goes all that's left is you in the void and my son went oh and i'm like well thank you mario Murphy, for giving my six-year-old son an existential crisis i appreciate it it's like But, like, that's that's the only thing I was, like, depending on your stance, it's, like, a case of, like, that could be seen as maybe a little dark depending on your kids. But it's, like, it's very quickly kind of glossed over with all the other happy,
2: Mm -hmm, you know, mm kid-friendly
1: stuff where it's, like, I think that comes more across as, like, a a joke that the adults will get. Most kids are probably just going to be, like, okay, that's weird.
2: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. And
1: move on with it. I don't think it's going to be anything that really affects them
2: right um, yeah. if i
1: guess more you'll more see adults freaking out at their kids hearing that the kid will actually even respond and react to it personally like mm-hmm. i as, speaking as a parent of three like i didn't have an issue with my kids i got a six year old me neither I, my mom and... three
0: everything went over my head <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> that's that's the, over my head
2: <laughs> that's the thing is like i watch you know watch movies when i was a kid or whatever and then years later as a teenager or when mm-hmm. i was in college it's like oh my goodness that Barbie movie that I watched that one time and then it's like I go back and I watch it just because it's like why not it's, it's it's 3 o'clock in the morning I can't go to sleep I'll put this on and then I watch it and then it's like yeah. uh, the fact that I didn't catch that 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 when I was a kid it's like I'm not going to you know like some of the oh, stuff I like up,
1: I grew up in the 90s I can only tell you the amount of crap I watched in movies but you're like why did you let me watch this yeah. <laughs> this
2: is yeah. so you- not
1: appropriate for kids why was I allowed to watch these movies yep yeah.
2: Right. yeah one of the um, one of the critics uh that i was reading specifically said that you know not to it's not a kid-friendly movie because and the example that they gave was that toad was being tortured and princess peach had to was forced to to agree to marry you know the villain and that it teaches kids to bully to get what they want and then for me personally i was like well <laughs> didn't And again, I haven't watched it, but I would assume by the end of the movie, the bad guy, the bully, gets put in his place. So it's, in my personal opinion, it's not teaching kids to bully, it's teaching them not to bully, you won't get what you want.
1: Oh, that's a bit of a stretch for that critical given. Like, I know the scene he's talking about is near the end, like, Bowser, like, has his minions, like, grab Toad and start torturing him. Like basic cartoony torture. It's not like he's getting like you know, like stacked. All villains like do that, that you know. That's the story like, story and thing. Because like I said, he's very much like completely obsessed with Peach and wants her to marry him, so like he's forcing it to get her to say yes. Mm-hmm. But like it's like it's teaching kids a bad example. I'm like if the kid's listening to the villain of the movie anyway, you're in for a bad time, regardless yeah. of what he's doing. Like Bowser's the bad guy, he's not meant to be the own I never understand this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I who say this about movies and like that. It's like, oh, such and such is teaching them a bad example. Yes, he is. He's the bad guy. He's meant to. Yeah. He's meant to be the stuff that you're not to do. And then you look up to the hero who beats him. That's that's how hero stories work. You need yeah, to have a that... villain for them to overcome that does stuff that's wrong. That's what makes them a villain.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah and come on. <laughs> simple Disney classic evil hero trope like evil evil villain hero trope absolutely i mean people and then like another critic um on news.com said the whole package is a deranged mishmash of overstimulating events and since you had mentioned that your child has autism a lot of the times children with because i work with children with autism or i did um they hate like a lot of like colorful things and it just overstimulates Mm -hmm. them and it didn't seem like your child was overstimulated. It just seems like it was the right amount of... Oh, yeah, he loved um, it. He was ...color and, you know, um, excitement. So... My son barely
1: sits still, <laughs> and he literally sat and watched that movie. We put it on for it. dinner, and we gave him dinner, and he literally sat and watched the movie, pretty much from beginning to end. He <laughs> shuffled about and moved about a little bit, but for the most part, he pretty much stayed still.
2: That's awesome.
1: I don't know if my son has ever stayed still for much in his life. Well, use that as a
0: reward.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Like I mean, this is my son who would literally he would like we don't even have it in the playroom anymore. We used to have chairs and a sofa and everything in there. Like he would literally climb all of them in the playroom of watching stuff and move into different positions and Mm
2: -hmm.
1: like for the most part he kinda just sat and watched. He was completely invested in it. Right, that's awesome. That's awesome. No, it's um,
2: good. I'm glad uh I'm glad that we have your uh your review because I was reading. I was reading some of these critics and I was like, "What?" I was like, "There's no way. Yeah. There's no way." And don't and like even in the trailers, like they show. Like I I rewatched the trailer before we started recording, and it's it's when Luigi gets dropped down and you know he's over and it has the you know the stars doing its thing and whatnot, yeah. and it's like oh, but again, again, let me for disclaimer, I do not have children. Uh, i don't have children of my own i've never i've never been a teacher or anything like that i've babysat kids but they're not like i i don't have any children of my own so uh for me of course my point of view is going to be skewed to that and not necessarily kids but again i sat there and i looked at it and i was like i would let my kids watch that (laughs) but again right but again i guess it i probably won't change when i do have kids of my own but you know i mean there's certain movies like i'm not gonna sit there and necessarily have my like if i were to have like a i don't know a four or five year old i wouldn't necessarily have them watch friday the 13th i'm not right. trying to scare them and i don't want them to <laughs> not go to bed and we have to deal with it all the time you know so it's like there's certain movies you know yeah. but mario i feel like i don't know i would i would if i had children I would allow my children to watch it, and I would watch I would it. want yeah. to watch it with them and have that experience with them and whatnot. But again, I haven't yeah. seen it, and I don't have children on my own, so take that however you all want to take that. But yeah. Absolutely. Sorry, Mimi, did you want to oh. say something? I kept interrupting.
0: No, you're fine. Uh, yeah, no, so I had a friend. Um, we had So we had uh, opened up a couple of um, questions on our Instagram um, about the Mario Brothers movie, and there's a friend of mine um or actually we opened up the um questions about the uh, people's people think and um um someone had said that it was a great movie but Jack Black stole the show um um and um what do you think um cuz you've mentioned the um, cast and crew it was a great cast and crew um do you think that you know Chris Pat like and Jack Black like are in comparison do you think that they're both equally good um and like i wanted to get like others opinions on that since you have seen the movie and um you know i'm literally sitting here right now on wednesday i get paid and i'm gonna rent it and watch it on (laughs) um on um prime video right now because i'm i'm like so eager right now
1: (laughs) i think honestly the casting was great for i think i would agree that jack black steals it like I never knew Jack Black as Bowser was something I needed, and he does it phenomenally. He mm-hmm. fulfills that role, like Sweet. even the little bit. You get to hear in the trailers and stuff. It's like, yeah, he's he was meant to do this. Uh, and him so is awesome. that Chris Pratt is Mario again, absolutely perfect. Like, and he has like a normal like Brooklyn accent. They don't they make fun of it actually. There's a one of the commercials had like a or one of the trailers had, like a commercial for like the Mario Brothers Plumbers where they mm-hmm. use, like, the over-the-top ridiculous accents in it, like, from the games, that it's <laughs> me, Mario, and stuff, and, like, and they actually make fun of that, like, do you think that was too much for the commercial and stuff? And, like, and use normal, kind of, Brooklyn accents, and... So, like, that was one of the things people were, like, really iffy on, and I'm like, he does great. He's a great Mario it's Like, I never had, like, trouble losing myself in the characters. Uh, another standout I didn't expect as well was is it Anya Taylor-Joy that plays um, Peach? Mm-hmm.
0: Anya <clears throat> Taylor-Joy, yep. She's, just
1: she's phenomenal. Awesome. I have never gave a toss about Peach. I never mm-hmm. gave a toss about Peach as a character, mm-hmm. and she played her in such a way, she was written in such a way, and played so well by Anya in such a way, I'm like, I actually care about this character. This is She's actually giving this character some depth and actually making her like, worthwhile.
0: Mm-hmm. She so even it looks is. like her. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it does have that actually. It's like it was, it was so well done and I'm like, Yeah, the cast in this was so well put together for it. No one like I say, Jack Black stole the show, but like no one outshone anyone in a mm-hmm. massive way where it was like a, it was completely like lopsided. Like everyone carried the weight in this of what they were meant to do. Right.
2: That's good, that's
1: and... good. I'm glad
0: it's good to, <clears throat>
2: good to know. <laughs> well and that's the that's the other thing is uh Universal Pictures is obviously working with Nintendo um uh on this so i would assume that whoever it was that they were casting both parties were gonna have to agree on you know and using the voice or not using the voice was gonna have to be agreed on and what i what it comes out and from most of screw the critics you know but the the not screw the critics but forget their their critiques right you go and you look at it You go and look at well, and that's the thing is like a lot of these, a lot of these, it's you know on the you first open up the critics or whatever. The top three are not so great, and then it's you've got good ones, and then even a Mm -hmm. you know a bunch of the top critics, you know they're they're giving it you know good ones, but then you see the audience review, and the audience review is through the roof,
1: right? Mm -hmm. And they're
2: like, this is great, we love this. this, is what we want, you know. So clearly, you know the the production companies and the the companies that were a part of this, you know they they obviously they they hit it they went in the right direction and whatnot which it can be tough you know adding you know (laughs) having certain people do it and then not throwing in a you know the iconic accent or you know playing peach as a ditzy you know a a ditzy little blonde you know what i mean because when i think of when i think of peach that's what i think of and and Mm -hmm. it's the same thing with daisy like i don't me playing them, I was like, I don't want to play the ditzy ladies. I always played Mario or Luigi or Toad or baby Mario, baby Luigi, but I never played, I never wanted to be the princesses, but watching, I, uh... <laughs> what dude, I I was like, no, I don't, but I'm also like, I was very tomboy when I was a kid. I was like, mm-hmm. I'll be the boys and you guys be the girls and, and my <laughs> sisters were like, we'll do whatever, you know, so but, I don't know, I think it's I think it's really interesting to see the way, the way that people and our friends and and guests and whatnot, their opinion on the movie, and it's been all these great things, and then mm. you see the critics, and you're like, oh, it you know, they're like it's, there's abuse in there, or yeah. there's this, or it's like ah, it's this. it's like, well, what are you critiquing it on, you know? And like, don't get me wrong, like they're critiquing it on everything, right? The voice actors, the the cinemat, well, you know, how things are, how things are directed, how things are done, the score, the score of the yeah. movie dude i sit there and i listen to that playlist nonstop. that score it is, is so, good. so good so good like even in the trailer it's like yeah this is it i want to watch this you know it's crazy it's
1: so good and it's incorporates so much I like the actual game music and stuff throughout it as well and makes yeah. actual proper songs for a soundtrack i'm like yeah this is like perfect yeah this is what this is what to expect from a mario movie and like i i hope all the rumors are true i hope this opens the door for Nintendo to get like a Luigi's Mansion movie and like oh, the Legend yeah. of Zelda movie and like you know bring on oh, a Super that's Smash like, I Brothers wait. Like, universe, you know, well, bring that's... on the Smash Brothers universe, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. absolutely, I'm I'm down for that. It's like because if they're going to be this quality, then yeah, absolutely.
2: If they do a Legend of Zelda, are they going to have Link talk? I hope so.
1: <laughs> that's going to be a big thing because it's like. He doesn't even talk in the new. He has not have to to get that casting right because, like, we've heard Mario's voice. We've never heard Link's voice. Like, you're going to have to get that right if you cast someone. The the only one shot.
2: Yep. The only thing that we hear from Link is when he makes his little, like, you know, reactions (sighs) when he gets hit or when he falls or whatever. So it's like, you're going to have to find somebody that matches that. But what if he does sign language? well I mean, well, that's the thing what if he just doesn't talk what if they make a movie and he doesn't and he just mm-hmm. and he goes off, and then he, his companion talks but it's like well what are you going to do you know so I don't know it's going to be really interesting Zelda has she's got her voice in this uh, the recent uh, game that that came mm-hmm. out so she's she's got a voice so I don't know it's a uh, it's going to be interesting but speaking of characters that don't got no voice the little mermaid she loses her voice and uh, you know um... The the Little Mermaid movie is also one that has come out. I have not seen it. Um, I I don't have too many like opinions on it, so it's not the Little Mermaid was never like one of my. I was like, I know Mimi for Mimi everything. Little Mermaid everything. So I'm gonna let her like <laughs> take it and run with it. Uh, for me it was it was uh, like I really liked uh, Sleeping Beauty. Right, so when they mm-hmm. make a Sleeping Beauty uh, movie, I'll tear that thing apart. Don't worry, but but <laughs> until until then, but um, they have a Maleficent movie. They they do they do, and uh, see, I really liked that one. I really I, I really liked her. it. I really yeah. liked the way that they they did that that movie and whatnot, and I thought it was great casting, in my personal opinion. But um, oh yeah, but Angelina Jolie uh, is like my first love, <laughs> dude. I, I I ain't gay, but I'll be gay for her. Uh, so hmm. that's that's there. Uh, but no, all maybe right, take next it next- take it away with a Little Mermaid, by all means.
0: Before I do go into The Little Mermaid, I'm going to go ahead and flirt with Meg because I do this often and I give her a hard time. Uh, so my next cosplay will be um, Maleficent, you're saying? Do it. <laughs> so you can be gay for me? <laughs> do it. Do it. Um, that's just like the little thing that I like to do with Meg is give her a hard time about you know, not ha- not liking me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, so, um, I wanted to get into the Little Mermaid. Um, I have not seen it. I am like desperately wanting to see it. So I live in a little town and we have a teeny, tiny little movie theater that shows like um a movie like once a week, and um it has like a certain time. <sighs> And I'm, like, texting them. I'm like, okay, can you show – when is the Little Mermaid show going to happen? I was trying to actually see it yesterday. didn't happen. Um, but Little Mermaid has always been, like, my favorite princess, um, my favorite Disney princess. I grew up with Little Mermaid. Like, I literally have Little Mermaid um, sheets right now. My mom actually just recently got them for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, she Because I needed new sheets. And she's just like, here's some mermaid sheets. And I was like, yeah um so that's just for me and um the tomato meter is 68 percent um for critics and then the audience score is another whopping 95 percent um same as mario brothers so um i really am excited about it um i i have high expectations let's put it that way i have really high expectations i have my cousin watched (sighs) it it was amazing um, I have high expectations about like really every character. The only thing that I'm a little worried about is like scuttle and flounder and um, Sebastian. Um, they, I mean, they look exactly like you know, let's put it this way, like real life crab or real life real life crab, you know. Um, but the scuttle looks a little looks a little weird. Um, but I love Aquafina. She is. Um, or they, I think uh, Aquafina is a they. Um, she is doing the Scuttle, and I love her, so I cannot wait to hear her as Scuttle. But I have high expectations. I want it to be, like, not exactly like um, the, you know, 1985 movie, but almost similar. And I personally like the idea of having... Um, um Halle Berry it's not Halle Berry it's Haley Bailey Berry sorry (laughs) I think I'm thinking of Halle Berry every single time I see her name I'm like no that's she's not um Catwoman (laughs) (laughs) so um but yeah no and then um Melissa McCarthy like all of these people like I cannot wait I I just am like itching to see it so my expectations are really high, um because again it's she's she's my princess, she's my character, she's always been like my like whole life when I was little, and like I still have a bunch of little mermaid toys as well, and um you know i I just wanted to talk about like how high expectations I have of it, and people have told me like I said a lot about how good it is, and like I'm just at this point I'm itching to see it um. Um, so some of the critics say, um, overall, this is a, a good tomato one. Overall, it's a visually gorgeous film, valued by a strong and genuine injun, injun sorry, can't read in Bailey with enough laughs for the kids and the nostalgic adults. Just don't expect anything new. Okay, so there you go. It's everything is like pretty much the same um however the another critic says rum Marshall's no risk reboot avoids pushing along conversations of identity belonging or choice so um i think and then the another one said the new little mermaid is somehow 135 minutes long a whopping 52 more than the lean animated version but it adds almost nothing of the note to the mix largely spending that extra time on stretched out action sequences and slightly more plot context Well, you got to put a little bit in there for live action. So, yeah, I'm just, I just have high expectations. And if the audience thinks it's good, um, a lot of critics thinks it's good, then I'm hoping that when next time I get on the podcast, um, I will have seen it and I will give my honest review Um, at this moment. Like I said, it's just expectations. Um, What are you thinking about it, Cross?
2: Your honest opinion.
1: Honest opinion, I'm kind of, I'm hopeful for it in a way that it's going to do, because I enjoyed Little Mermaid when I was growing up as well, like, I fully believe that Ariel, along with a couple of others, are the reason I would, had a crush on redheads when I was young. Um, <laughs> like, I absolutely loved Ariel, I loved that side of stuff, but I... I kind of lost hope with and got bored with the live action remakes from Disney,
2: mm, mm-hmm.
1: because every single one of them seems to be the same.
2: Mm-hmm. Of
1: let's remake this thing that we've done before that was really successful and ends up being a disappointment or barely passable at best.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There's like none of them that have came close to, really stuck out to you. or like outshining or even like coming close. To the originals, and not just a case of like that nostalgia factor, but when you go back and actually compare them, it's like the stories are usually feel tighter, the way things are put together. Like they make changes for no real reason with stuff, and at least with something like Maleficent, like with Sleeping Beauty, as we were kind of talking there, like at least Maleficent tried something different. Yes,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, story. I did like, like that
1: story from the villain's perspective.
2: Yeah, exactly, it's the perspective. The thing.
1: And I'm like okay at least we tried it was it a phenomenal movie it was okay it wasn't like amazing but it was it was decent and it's like but at least you tried something with Mm -hmm. that at least there was a reason to tell a different story Whereas like something that was like critically claimed like uh beauty and the beast got pretty high praise for the live action version of that like it really didn't do anything that it the animated one didn't already do and didn't already do better yeah. In fact, mm-hmm. some of the stuff it did was worse. You changed things that made things worse for no reason. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time, and it's like... So with this one, I'm kind of like... I have no issues with it from what I've seen with the trailer. But... I'm just looking at the track record at this point, I'm like, I don't exactly have high hopes for it. And I feel really sorry, because... Even for someone like um, Halle Bailey, who I also keep going to say Halle Berry every time I see her name. Like, it's almost like that's ingrained. Mm-hmm. I see Halle, the next name's Berry. Um, I feel so sorry for her because she's dealt with such a crap storm because of the the skin color. I mean, yeah. The only color issue I've got is because the red hair isn't quite as vibrant as I liked it as a child. But like I said, that's probably because it ignited my love for redheads a little bit when I was a kid. <laughs> um, so like, oh, that could be brighter. But that's about it. Um, it's like I don't care that it's a race swap. I don't care that she's black now. It's like I don't... Her being white didn't add to the story, right. in Any way, it wasn't like a cultural thing. She's a freaking mermaid.
2: As mm-hmm. a mermaids are creature. supposed to be, <laughs> yeah. mermaids are mermaids
1: exactly they can look however you want them exactly you know it's like really we're gonna get a fight over that it's like i feel Mm -hmm. sorry because like that has murdered us so much and i believe she's gonna go in there and give this phenomenal performance i've not really seen her stuff or been a fan of her stuff in any way it's not just stuff that i've not came across before at this point but I have no doubt that she was cast because she can do a good job. I just don't know if what she's been given to work with is going to be worthwhile. To be completely honest, if it's going to be something that's going to be like, oh yeah, she was in that, or like if it when it could have been something groundbreaking for her, you know. And I kind of agree with what the critics are saying a little bit of like, well, it's not really adding stuff. I'm like, well, that here was your chance to like explore a bit more of. <clears throat> Inclusion and representation and different stuff, and you know, the two different societies and two different worlds colliding. Like, we could have done something really interesting with that that was different from what came before. I mean, you had an animated Little Mermaid, how many animated straight to DVD or video sequels when they originally came out? You had a freaking like TV show back in the 90s based on. Oh my that. gosh, I love that TV show.
0: Like I said, I watched every <laughs> single Little Mermaid, little mermaid stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was there.
1: <laughs> and it's like you're going to do this live action one and give us something of like contrary to what someone Disney apparently thinks, doing something different, like mm-hmm. casting a black actress doesn't constitute of doing something different with it. That's not enough. Like you cast someone black, fantastic, it's still the same story. Yeah.
2: I get do what something you're coming different from. with the story. <laughs> it's the perspective it's the perspective change that i really like like if they Mm. were to literally make these live actions but instead of it doing it like oh like the little mermaid but they did it ursula or they did Mm -hmm. you know they did scar don't get me wrong i really liked the live action well as live action as it could be the of um the lion king right because a lot Mm. of it was i mean you ain't gonna sit there and take a real lion (sighs) and be you know (sighs) they you know they cgi you know a, a good chunk of that or every all of it everything you know um and then this with uh you know some of the other ones and whatnot it's um if they were to take the perspective and do it from somebody else's point of view i'll be honest with you i think the cinderella live action movie that they did uh years ago or whatever I thought that was very pretty. I loved that one. It was very, it was visually beautiful. The score, beautiful. It was very, I, I liked it a lot. And I wasn't like a huge, like, Cinderella, love me. Like, I, like, when I went to Disney, a Disney World and Disneyland, like, I, I didn't really care about like the princesses. I loved Mulan. I was like, that's my lady. I love Mulan because she, you know, she'd kick an ass, you know? But yeah, as. I mean- as, as far as, like, the princesses, I didn't necessarily look at the princesses. I, like, I'm obsessed with Peter Pan. I love Peter Pan. And I will always be in love with Peter Pan. And I love Peter Pan. And Peter Pan's the best, and I love Peter Pan. Um, But I also grew up on that live action movie that they did with that little blonde haired actor that oh played my gosh, Peter Pan. He was so cute. And it's and so like for me it's like it's never been like the princesses or whatever but when I saw Cinderella I was like I was like oh this is beautiful. I was like she does such mm-hmm. a great job as Cinderella. This is this is beautiful. It visually is beautiful. It, everything sounds so nice. Like this is so cute and I love it. And a lot of people are comparing the two together because you've got the two live like live action princesses now yeah. and they're like it's not as visually appealing as that as that movie used to like was or yeah. is and so like that's something where you know it's like oh she, like okay i mean but also at the same time like how do you do it to where you know i don't know it's just how do you how do you balance it how do you you know capture the darkness of make you no like ursula and like the stuff like that like is it all just like dulled down but then also I personally would have loved to see her with more vibrant red hair. Um just mm-hmm. just because it's Ariel and that's that's her yeah. in my personal opinion Ariel's trademark is her hair.
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't
2: I, I don't ca- I, I don't care what color skin she has, but mm-hmm. her hair it's like that that's her trademark. You know, when you have the princesses all lined up and they're not facing you and they're facing the other direction, you know exactly who Ariel is, and you know exactly who—I um, don't remember her name—the brave princess with the curly red hair. You know, oh, Mar- yes, you know exactly—you know who they are. You see, you know, I—that's <clears throat> just—that's their trademark, in my personal opinion—is mm-hmm. their hair. Yeah. And so, if it's—if you know—it's not as—I mean, I'm looking at a picture of it right now. She's gorgeous. The actress is mm-hmm. gorgeous uh beautiful (sighs) love her to death but again it would be it would be nice if she had a little dash of more red you know so Mm -hmm. but that's just that's just you know my personal again i haven't seen it i've only seen the trailers um anything like that i actually started on beyonce's
0: movie or little short movie lemonade it's she's an unknown character in that one
2: so, oh, she's then, been in a lot. She's been in yeah. a lot. Like this is not her first like uh, yeah. movie or picture that she's been in. She has been in a ton, a ton of movies um, and and stuff like that. So she is not. She is not a a new actress. She has been doing this and whatnot. Of but sure, um, mm-hmm. she's a. I do. I do hope that this because uh, again, like she has. I do feel, I I do follow her on social media and I do feel bad that she has to, like, sit there and, like, uh, she's taken a different, like, approach of it. She's more like, oh, like, now we're really excited, you know, the movie's out, the movie's out, or whatever. Where before, like, I hated the fact that she had to sit there and try to, like, defend anything. And it's like, she shouldn't, she shouldn't have to defend. Like, so, not to, not to get into, like, all that, that crazy, you know, I don't, it's not conspiracy, but controversial topics or anything like that. It's, you know, it, I hope, like you said, I, I feel sorry for her, and I hope that this doesn't detriment anything for her because, you know, it, the amount of time and effort that actors and actresses put in to their characters to capture these, and it's so hard. It is so, so hard when people take characters that have been around for so long and everyone already has, like, a picture in their mind of, like li- like, with Link. How is Link gonna sound? We're mm-hmm. all sitting here like, well, they better do it right, right? You know, so it's it's the same thing. Like, it's so difficult, you know. Like Sonic for me too. When oh, Sonic came absolutely. out, absolutely.
0: I was like, no, and like I I've never really been. I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, Meg. You're fine. Um, I've never really been into like the live action Disney remakes. Um, I mean, the one that I really liked was Aladdin. Actually, um, I loved um, Jasmine's song, new song. Um, I really liked that one. But um, this one, I definitely have. I, and I get where you com- You guys are coming from, too. Like, I do feel bad for this beautiful, amazing actress who probably worked so hard to, you know, she worked so hard to probably get this part. And she, you know, it's probably unbelievable for her that she got this part. And then she has to deal with the backlash of it. And I'm pretty sure, she, you know, being an actress, she knew. And, of course, unfortunately, due to her scholar skin, she's going to have to continue to fight, unfortunately. <laughs> because of her skin color which is very sad as well um so yeah no i'm um, sorry go ahead make i didn't mean to interrupt you. no you're good <laughs> you're good
2: but but like that's the that's the thing is it's like when you when you cast like for instance heath ledger and his joker everyone fell mm-hmm. in love with it everyone loved it and then you have another movie come out called suicide squad and you have jared leto play a joker and everyone's like what the fuck is this Right. <laughs> no, very, it's a very, know, it's a that. very different Joker <laughs> and it's a very, you know, a very different, you know, whatever it may be. And then you had, uh, what, what's his name? Phoenix uh, play, Phoenix, yep, yeah, play Joker and everyone's movie. like, we love this. and But at the same time, it's like, well, they're all so different. Jokers, Jokers in different you know, movies and scenarios to where it's like, oh, this is like insane. I don't think a Heath Ledger Joker would have fit in Suicide Squad, if I'm going to be honest mm-hmm. with you. No. Um, But do I think that Jared Leto's Joker was, but, but again, and I've also said this on other podcasts, supposedly there was a ton of other stuff that was filmed with the Joker, with Jared Leto's Joker that was not put in the movie. And so it's like, OK, like me when I sit back and it's like and when I know that it's like, well, how much of it did we actually need to understand why he was playing the Joker the way that he was, or why this Joker is the way that he is? And that's where it's like, ugh, because it, it missed it by that much. But if we had all that other footage, maybe it would have only missed it by this much or maybe it would have missed it by this much. You know, we don't know. And we'll never know but uh but yeah i and mean and, 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 like the fire in my loins let's just put it that way yeah <laughs> but it's i mean it's the same thing though right now we don't have tons like you know a bunch of different actors or actresses playing the little mermaid we have one other one right and so it, it's it's a lot of pressure in my personal opinion it's a lot of pressure on on the cast that's involved to capture these characters not only the way that the director, not only the way that the story is going, not only the way that they are like <sighs> envisioning this character going, but also capture the envision of all of the people who have grown up on this character. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot. That's a lot of pressure. For instance, the the movie the um Beauty and the Beast, I thought Emma was a great belle. I hated that they made her voice sound the way that they did. Like when she mm-hmm. sang it yeah. sounded like they autotuned the crap out of her. And I was like, why does she have this on her voice? I was like, she sings beautifully. Let her sing. Why is it literally the first sign? Little town in a quiet village. I was like, what am I listening to right now? And I was like, we got got T-Pain up in this. I was like, this is not right. Get out. Get out of here. Yo, because T-Pain's always got that that stuff on his voice. I was like, dude, I I was like, what? I was like, what am? Yes, what am I listening to? So, again... (laughs) <laughs> what i've heard in the snippets that i've heard of her singing it's nothing like that so i i, I hopefully I don't, I don't, I don't. hopefully they've learned their lesson not to do yeah. that you know um but i do i yeah. do hope that you know it, it is well i i would like to you know be able to have my own personal opinion on it uh i do not because yeah. i haven't seen it but um but yeah
0: yeah, I just mainly said I have high expectations, and hopefully they precede my expectations. Yeah.
1: Um, I think. Sorry, if head you head off, head but head. I think the only thing that kind of like what you're saying, though, I think what almost kind of makes it worse for her is like you said, is like with the Joker. There's been like a, in his sort of perspective, there's been nothing you know, that different perspective and different people seeing him in different ways, but that always kind of plays into the favour of it. Mm-hmm. The fact of you've had, like, six or seven different people playing it, so, like, if you don't like one iteration of the Joker, there's this other iteration and this other way of playing him that some people like. Whereas with, like, Ariel, we've really only had one. Mm-hmm. We've had one version before this, so you don't have different people with different perspectives and different favourites and different nostalgia. You got everybody with like, <laughs> excuse me, and that's why a lot of people are like get worked up on this stuff because it plays with their nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Why people get worked up with the race swapping and all of this because like they want to see what they love brought to life, and it's like everyone has that view of white skin, bright red hair. The you know this is what Ariel looks like. <clears throat> there's not another perception there's not another presentation of it like that is what she looks like and that's what she has looked like for what 50 years almost and it's like so to present something else that's why so many people like do rebel against that sort of stuff and it's like but the good thing for that is if they ever do another version of it again it's like, well, the door's now open. Of like, there are two interpretations, Jordan. exactly. Room for a third interpretation, just unfortunately, Halley's now facing that backlash from it now because no one wants everyone loves their nostalgic things and the thing that make them and take them back to those happy memories as a child. And no one likes that stuff to be messed with. And if you see someone doing something with that, it's like <laughs> that's not okay, and it's like. But it happens all the time. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it happens with everything else, just there's certain things that we just need to get used to with it. Yeah. You know, like you said, it's happened coming from geek culture, like it happens all the time. Like I mentioned the turtles earlier when I was mm-hmm. pointing at my comics behind me and then it's like yeah, like I grew up in the nineteen eighties Turtles, but there's been like four or five like different shows and movies and movies versions and- of them. I love
0: the nineties movie, by the way. Yep, getting- same. Hands yeah,
2: on, yep.
1: Like, mm. But there's been so many interpretations, because, like, oh, well, yeah, there was the 90s movie, and 2003 cartoon, and then there was the Nickelodeon 3D cartoon, and then we had the Michael Bay turtles that should not be spoken about, and then we had the, <laughs> like, the new cartoon from Nickelodeon, and, you know, it was...
2: The one with Megan different.
1: Fox. <laughs> yes, yeah, like, they're all different from each other, though. They're it's all broken. vastly different. And so you get used to the fact of, like, well, if you don't like this version, you've still got the version that you liked, and eventually it'll come back around. But with a lot of this stuff, especially from Disney, who, they've kind of done it a little bit to themselves as well. Because Disney went out of its way to kind of take a story that was a known story, because, like, Little Mermaid was uh, was Hans Christian Andersen, I believe, was the original story, and basically put up this animated movie that kind of went, no, this is the definitive version, and they succeeded in that. Completely Mm -hmm. succeeded in that. But the problem is now if they go like in a completely different direction with it, it's like, well you're the one that told us that that was the version, so there is a little bit of, you've kind of backed yourself into a corner a little touch as well with
2: it. Yeah. And that's the other thing, is like the audiences, and I'm not saying that the audiences for like the Disney, because there's a lot of, there's, I mean, you know there's now there's comic and marvel is disney right mm-hmm. um so but in, in my experience you know there's been disney hasn't really. i don't want to say they like, this sounds bad they haven't really strayed away from the original you know and that's why mm-hmm. a lot of these live actions people are like ah like i've seen it like i already know what happens like ah, it's just people like acting it out like there's not there's not any like you know don't know extra to it and that's you know that's again one of some of the complaints or some of the points that the critics have put in where it's like oh it's the same old story like there's it's it's two hours and 15 minutes long it's longer than the animated version and there's literally nothing new added to it yeah you know and so you know disney and and my personal opinion from what i've seen like they have stayed pretty you know i guess in a sense safe they've stayed safe they've literally you know, done it, and maybe that's what they're doing. They're like, "Hey, like, we got to shake it up. We got to do something different to get more people to watch it." Because the same thing that we're that we're getting told is, "is Oh, it's the same thing. It's the same story. It's the same blah 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 or whatever." But they're casting these actors that you know people love. People are like, "Oh, I I love the works that you know Emma Watson's done. I I love the works that you know so and so has done." You know, so it's it's doing that, but then they they go and they stray off of what. You know what everyone's used to when it comes to the little mermaid, and it's you know they're gonna they're gonna get heat, they're not gonna get heat, they're gonna get love, they're gonna get hate, they're gonna get told like, oh, don't mess with my childhood memories or yes, please yeah. I you know the children that are growing up now this is the this is the aerial that they will now remember you know this is the one that yeah. they will think of or whatever so there's there's always two it's always a gamble, it is always a gamble so at the end of the day, regardless of what it is that you've got going on somebody's not going to be happy right O 007s they're wanting to you know they're wanting to who's our next 007 a bunch of people are are you know suggesting some uh actresses and a lot of people are like no like 007 is a dude a suave dude don't be throwing you know women in there and it's you know if they go that direction you'll get some people who are like we've that's your you know that's not that's not the 007 i'm used to you know yeah So it's but then you've got the other side where it's like well, 007 is just the call name. It can literally be anybody, you know. Like it doesn't have to be James Bond. It can be now. Has it been James Bond? Yes, 007. But you know, it it's a new era. You know, maybe the it's like oh, 007. You know, I don't. However, it is that they end up doing it. I personally think that it would be really cool the next set that they do with um with James Bond is doing it from him growing up. Mm. Him growing up and becoming 007, 007. You know? Yeah. Um. And the, the actor that always <laughs> always always comes to my mind for this is, and I don't remember his name, but that actor that's in um what is it called? King's Calvary? Or something like that? Shoot. Shoot. Let me look it up really fast. Um yes. No, Kingsman, I'm an idiot.
1: Oh, and Tyron Akerson?
2: The the young guy who's kind of yeah, like yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, like it like his his character, the way that it is in Kingsman, how he's kind of like the younger, like a little bit less experienced, but he's trying, to, you know, he's trying to <clears throat> do his best. I think it would be really interesting cuz we've never seen 007 like vulnerable <laughs> like that. You know, we've always yeah. seen him, like, he's an adult, he knows what he's doing, he's, like, blah, blah, whatever it may be, you know, like, ready to go. But in the last, like, in Skyfall or whatever, like, he had all these horrible memories, you know, of Skyfall. It's like, I want to see that. I want to see yeah. you grow up, relive that, and then now you're the man that, you know, that you are. That's what I would like to see. Yeah, I think it would be a but really cool that, POV. I
1: think that kind of ties into what we've been talking about, is, like, is do something different with it. Mm-hmm like, see a young James Bond, or the thing that automatically came to my mind when you were kind of talking about it there was, like, do, like, a Logan-style thing. I, yes. To him near the end of his life when he's, like, winding down and he's not as strong and he's not as able to do the things that he did, like, do something different, because, you know, like you were kind of saying, to bring it back around to, like, what Disney's doing, like, Disney's kind of backed into a corner with two options where they going to make anybody mad because either you rehash what you've done before that everyone knows Disney for, and people will go, yeah, that's what I want, that's what I love about Disney. And then people are going to come in and go, but that's just the same thing. Mm -hmm. I want something different. But then if they try something new and something different, everybody comes in and goes, wait a minute, this isn't what I wanted. Right. And it's like, there's no way to please both sides.
0: Oh, yeah. And then Disney, I mean, it's a multi-millionaire corporation now and it literally buys everything and everyone <laughs> yeah, so as much as i love disney i have, have i've also have some opinions on it as well that <laughs> kind of you know make me feel like you know it's just it's a corporation that, it's all at the end of the day it's just another corporation that just wants to make money <laughs> that's it that's all about um, making money now you, know. you
1: see that with everything that they do you know you kind of mentioned it, but even more so you see it and stuff like star wars like the last star wars trilogy like people like ripped that apart because you know like rian johnson say what you want about episode eight he tried to do something different a lot of people didn't like it but he was trying to tell a different story but then they went and did episode nine where they basically went oh yeah the bad guy from the last one's back
2: yeah i was was so confused somehow
1: he's back i'm like (laughs) literally that's the line and i'm like oh, you panicked, didn't you? You yep. so panicked, and then you didn't give a story. And it's like, so you managed to give us what we something different and something that's the same and managed to screw them both up. That's kind of impressive. <laughs> like, you did both and you got them both wrong. You know, even like, uh, you know, and also, what were the other franchises are doing? They've got freaking end of the month. Indiana Jones 5 comes out.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep.
1: Who asked for that?
0: Fast X?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who asked for Indiana Jones fight? Did you not see Ford? Yeah. Harrison Ford cannot do what he used to do, clearly. But no, he's older, so we're going to bring him back even older again. Like, please stop. Please just stop.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Same with, like, Fast eggs. Um, I, I kind of stopped after Paul Walker passed, so... I oh, love that. Was, I saw I felt... a meme
1: of that. It was a screenshot of like them in cars, like at a car race from like the first Fast and Furious movie, and then like a shot below it was like the shot of like a car in space. And I'm like, imagine sitting someone down that has not seen that series and showing them these two pictures and telling them this is the same series of movies. <laughs> yes. like, yeah, you know, I mean, my like first movie like you, okay they were track. stealing VCRs. The first one was about street racing and stealing VCRs. That's how long we've been doing this.
2: Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. <laughs> I plan on I watching that. every single one of them over again before I go and see the 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 latest Fast and Fast and Furious. So
1: I'm not gonna lie, they're they're, they're fun action movies, but like you have to also just let go and understand just how ridiculous they have gotten. Oh my gosh! Like how insane yes. they have gotten is like sitting down and watching like just any action series that they just keep pumping movies mm-hmm. out of. It's like yeah, like it's a, it's a fun stupid action flick, but like boy, do you guys like Ben Diesel takes us way too seriously.
2: It's like, it's milking it. Well the thing is, like Tokyo Drift, right? It's like, Oh, we're racing, we drifting in Tokyo, right? Oh, and then all of a sudden you go and you look and you see you see the the newest one and all of a sudden you've got a, a car flying over a bridge with two two metal rods in it attached to two helicopters and somehow when the car lands it blows up the helicopters and the good guys are it's like where did we we are okay we went from drifting around Tokyo to we are blowing tanks up with our vehicles it's It's, they should be
1: terrorists at
2: this point they're essentially
1: like superheroes at this point point. Yeah, and then then Michelle Rodriguez (laughs) in a freaking interview recently goes like that it's like oh yeah but those Marvel movies where do you really go from there it's been going on for so long where do you go with them and I'm like
0: They've been doing that since the
1: beginning. (laughs) Marvel's got like 60 years worth of backstories in comics if they want places to go. Where do the Fast and the Furious movies go from here?
2: Yeah, they don't. You want to
1: talk about something like being here longer than it should have been? Like, really? Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) (sighs) It's been a long time. It's Without a, it. <laughs> it's a, it's a very, it's a, it's a very long series, but at the same yeah. time, I understand the hype around it, especially for, uh, uh okay. car people who are very like car enthusiasts, bike enthusiasts. I really like bringing in the different vehicles and the different culture behind the vehicles. That, oh, yeah. that's really cool. I love, I love seeing all <laughs> of the different vehicles that they bring in, but then also seeing. You know, the cameo cars that they bring in, you know, and do mm-hmm. it. And so, like, that's that's always something that's been uh been fun. But uh to go off of the movies this month, we've got that the Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse that came out uh June 2nd, so that's already out. Transformers Rise of the Beast, that oh, comes so out bad. in on the 9th of this month of June. Um Elemental uh by the way those two are coming out in the cinemas in the theaters uh elemental that's going to be coming out the 16th of june that's also in theaters extraction two that is netflix that will be june 16 as well so those two are going to be releasing on the same date one's just going to be netflix one's going to be in the theaters and then the flash the flash comes out june 23rd um that one i to be honest with you guys i haven't really seen that much about the flash um so I haven't seen that many I like our season um well this one this is this is a movie
0: oh sorry I've seen the first well I'm sorry that's I meant I've seen the first season on Netflix I didn't finish my sentence oh gotcha gotcha <laughs> this because this is this
2: is the movie so I think I've seen I think I have seen uh, like ad trailers for it once on TikTok and that was like three days ago um and then Asteroid Bo- city, Asteroid Boy, excuse me, Asteroid City, uh, that's coming out in theaters on June 23rd. So those mm. are both releasing on the same day. And then Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny is coming out June 30th. Um, so that's what we've got coming 100%. out June. But July, the Insidious movie, Fear of the Dark, July oh, 7th. I'm so excited that I'm mm. so excited for that. I that
1: didn't was- honestly realize another Insidious movie was coming. I I didn't either. I did not. Do.
2: I think <laughs> it's I don't. A long time. I don't think I've. I think I've only. I've only seen the first one, with a little with a little boy when they went to to help the little boy. But other yeah. than that, I haven't seen. I haven't seen the other one. So that one, that one, I'm definitely going to want to go and see. Mm-hmm. Then July 14th, Mission Impossible, dude. Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. So, if, is it a part two, part three series? So we don't know. That's <laughs> also coming out in theaters, July twenty first. Um, there's going to be another movie called The Oppenheimer.
1: The Oppenheimer, yeah. Is
2: that how you say it? Oppenheimer. Yeah. Oppenheimer. What is what? Is, what is, I don't. I don't think I've seen anything I on that one either. Uh,
1: Oppenheimer, I believe, was the guy that worked on the hydrogen bomb. One of the oh
2: yes, the oh. Bomb. I have oh. seen. Um, who's the who's the cast? Oh my gosh, a stupid uh... famous guy. <laughs>
1: I've literally blanked in his name there, I know.
2: Um, I'm literally uh, copying and pasting. Um, there's a new Barbie movie coming out July 21st as well. Um, the I'm same day as that one. that one.
1: Yeah, what is she... and Murphy. That's yes, there.
2: yes, yes, yes. Um, never mind, I have, I have seen, I have seen that one. Uh, or, uh, I guess the trailers for that one. And then the, the cloned, I don't know, is that Tyrone?
1: They cloned Tyrone.
2: That is also coming up, but that is going to be Netflix only. So, um, so in June, one, two, three, four, five, six releases are going to be in theaters, and Extraction Two is going to be Netflix. And then in July, uh, one, two, three, four, four of them are going to be theaters, <sighs> and one is on Netflix. So we will see. Um, I don't know i of those. Mean. Of those, I uh, yes, Spider Man. I haven't seen it. It's already out. I would I would like to uh, see that one. That one looks fun. Uh, yeah. Elemental. I'm wanting to see that one as well. Um, I don't know about Flash. I'll be honest with you. Flash has never been one of those superheroes where I'm like, I love Flash. I'm good. I'm a merry Flash. Like no, like I, I just never one of those superheroes that I was like, that's my boy. You know, because we all have like our mm-hmm. like you, Mimi, yeah. you like uh, Spider Man. Uh, Cross, you mm-hmm. like Spider Man. Um, I'm trying to think of like what my superhero crush was. To be honest, I don't really think that I have one. Me, not saying okay. that that's your crush, Cross. Not saying that that Spider-Man's your, but oh, Sp- Spider-Man's your, your 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 go-to. Spider-Man is
0: definitely my crush. He's my husband. Um, well, I'm shoot. so excited. I'm so excited for Across the Universe. I'm so excited for the new Spider Man two game. Um and it's I heard for the new Spider Man two game. Um (laughs) sorry, going right into video games quickly. Um, it's going to be on PS five only and I'm like sitting here with my (laughs) PS four in um, 20, what was it? 2020 when I got my PS4, and I'm just like, I don't have a PS5, and I got nobody. So I'm still paying off my PS4 and my PC. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no. Either, other than that, I am extremely excited for Across the Universe. I might actually see it next weekend with a friend of mine because I'm going to be in um, Albuquerque for Pride. Woo! Fun. Because I'm gay.
1: But yeah, I cross this I don't
0: know if you could tell with me flirting with Meg I'm in the cross.
1: Well, if I didn't go to the flirt with Meg, the you just yelling gay definitely <laughs> was kind of a, an indicator. But...
2: Gay, you go because I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's exactly what it is oh um, uh, i love that Cause i'm going to Pride because i'm gay that was, that was great i love that oh sorry cross go right, ahead that's, what you that's saying? going to be a,
1: that's going to be a sound clip or some sort. it I'm going has to, to wear that one Pride <laughs> because i'm gay
0: <laughs> well we do have a little um thing that megan and i are going to possibly do with our intro we're going to do a little um snippets of us saying st- stupid things and um, so
1: that, that could be, that one has of... to be one of them. That there you go. I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, I'm so happy to be gay too. So uh, I, I mean, love that. That's hilarious. Sorry, Cross, What are you saying?
1: <laughs> no, was absolutely fine. Um, I was just saying, yeah, I'm excited for Across the Spider Verse as well. Like, obviously, it's out. Not seen it yet. Heard nothing but great news from it. Was a huge fan of um, Into the Spider Verse when it came out. The first one, yes. Um, So, super excited for this one and to see what it does. And that's probably the one I'm I'm... most excited about um, in the movies and in reference to the Flash stuff. Like, I wish I was more excited for the Flash movie. Like, it should be amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, I've heard people saying how good it is. Michael Keaton's making a return as Batman for it, which just tends my nostalgia going crazy. But I, with a passion, hate Ezra Miller's version of The Flash the previous movies i cannot stand him people were like oh he's hysterical no he's not he's so annoying mm-hmm. and then all the ezra miller drama that just like if i didn't want to see this movie before this is really making me not want to see it yeah and I'm like, i I do not want to see a whole movie of this guy i can't stand in real life playing this fictional version of a character i can't stand as well and i love the flash i, I think and the flash is a great hero i love barry allen and um, but this version of it, i'm like no no
2: you'll wait until like, I... the next version comes out
1: <laughs> i'm like james is taking over dc studios or redoing the dc heroes again like all right start from scratch i'll just catch the next one i'll, I'll catch yeah. the next guy it's like the the DCEU that you guys tried you had a, you had a good shot at it you done a you, good job trying you tried it sucked but you tried
2: yep you and tried <laughs> you good. get a half a star <laughs> it's like but so let's let's we'll just
1: back to the drawing board we'll try again we'll get it this time you know
2: yeah yeah <laughs> i get that it's uh it'll be um i don't know it'll be it'll be interesting that's for sure i i don't know i've also never been like a huge like dc like i but again like i'm also not like a huge like i'm not like oh dc or marvel i'm not like oh marvel like i'm not like i'm just not it's like if i if i want to see you know superheroes and villains i'll go and see it like batman love batman i'd marry batman maybe that's my crush maybe batman's my crush i'd marry batman i mean he's uh you know love him i'll marry him say less I also love Robin. I adore Robin. I would do anything. That, I think Robin was my crush, I'm gonna be honest. I would oh die gosh, I for Robin. Too. Robin in the specific Batman movie um with uh when Arnold Schwarzenegger played the ice guy mm-hmm. and yeah. Poison Ivy, I obsessed with Robin. I was like, that's that's my husband, say less, you know? <laughs> um but Robin from Teenage Mutant. the enemy. Oh, absolutely, absolutely my. but that's that's a thing. Why. I don't have like a I don't know a superhero, but when I when I hear Flash, like I it's I'm not like yeah I do that with Deadpool. I'm like um, oh De- yeah, like but I also like the hu- the way that it's done, the way that it's shot, like that. Uh, but to speak on like you know stuff like that, I hated, <sighs> hated 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 the direction that they took Thor. I loved Thor's movies until they made him this like. Jokester, like literally, when they, because we uh, we don't
1: have time for me to rant on this. Okay, I'm glad I'm not the only person. Because
2: normally when I talk to people about Thor, they're like, "I love Thor," and it's like, I hate Love and
1: Thunder. I love and Thunder was an abomination. It was yes.
2: I hated. I hated the direction that they took Thor, and the and I know why they. Oh, it irritates me. Guardians of the Galaxy came out. Amazing, mm-hmm. loved it, loved it. Oh, the well, humor, it so well. the humor, the the music, like all stuff fantastic. And then all of a sudden, the next Thor movie that comes out, it's it's the same. And I'm like, that's not Thor. That's not Thor. Mm-hmm. That's not Thor's story. Like that's that's not how Thor is Thor is what, what, what has happened what where where did we go from here yeah. to here and now all of a sudden thor is this you know he was this very strong very very you know i'm protecting you like his his lady i'm protect i'm gonna do everything i can for you i'm gonna save this world my world we're putting the world together like all the you know all this stuff and then all of a sudden he's like i like turtle and i'm like what is happening who is this thor i'm like this isn't thor i i was waiting i literally i sat there in the movie theater and i was like Okay, when is... Okay, this is old. Like, when is it getting back to, like... And it and, and it didn't. And I was like, okay, next movie. Next Thor... Oh, it's not. Oh, it's not. Okay. Thor literally went, for, went from this, like, amazing, beautiful, powerful character to this... By the time, you know, Endgame came around, he's, like, sitting there and he's like, ha ha ha. And I'm like, you're no. literally not Thor. Like, I don't know what... Don't get me wrong. That was one of the biggest changes in characters. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. One I of agree. the bi- and, and I hated it.
1: There was yeah. definitely stuff they could have done with some of the changes. Like with Ragnarok, I felt like it hadn't gone too far yet. They that introduced a lot more comedy, but it, like there were still elements of it yes. there. Um Infinity War definitely is like my peak version of Thor. Um Endgame, I think they dropped the ball because Thor, like I don't mind the whole Fat Thor thing right I don't of course all of that but delve into the fact of like this guy is clearly like this because he's depressed
0: yes don't, mm-hmm. just,
1: make a, don't just make a joke out of him like yes. you know, he's clearly don't
0: make a
1: joke he blames himself that everyone died that's why he's mm-hmm. like this explore that a little like why has it been so much to him to get back into the final fight because like i have to prove myself and then like th- Love and Thunder. I'm like, I don't have time to go into how many issues there were in that movie. There was <laughs> I so saw it. much it right. off. <clears throat>
2: it's just like, uh
1: they, o- they tried to do so much comedy and literally the only thing I laughed at was the screaming goats.
0: <laughs> I do remember that. That was hilarious.
1: Literally they had like the best comedic timing in the whole movie. See when the CGI screaming goats are the best comedic thing in your movie. That you're trying to make a comedy for some reason is like, yeah, you've missed the mark.
0: Yeah, like he literally goes <clears throat> and kills. Um, what was that guy that he kills? Um, um oh my gosh, the one, the gold one. The the uh, is not it's Zeus, right? Mm. He lets tries to go to kill Zeus, <clears> who's <throat> all powerful thunder god, and you know up against was it was it Zeus or am I wrong? I think it was Zeus because he had the yeah, the, yeah whole, the lightning bolt
1: was meant to be the lightning uh, bolt, yeah. Was,
0: he tries to go and kill Zeus and it's the entirety of it all was um a comedy sketch and like this Zeus man is got like two gods of thunder, two gods of lightning, you know, yeah. battling against each other. It was it, I I I think it missed its part too. Honestly, oh, yeah. I agree. I agree. Absolutely. I think it missed it missed it a lot. I mean, I love Natalie Portman as um or with um, Minhor. Minhor is it? Is it how does it call his hammer?
1: Mionior.
0: Minhor. Okay, thank you. Sorry. I <laughs> am and... a Minhor. Just kidding. Um, so, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It was, it did not take the oh, yeah, direction just... that I thought it would. Um, but I mean, he turns out to be a sweet little guy, a sweet man, spoiler alert, sweet man who, you know, ends up taking care of a kid. Um, But still, it, you know, it could have been a better a better outlook in my oh,
1: yeah, opinion too. I think that's the thing for me as well. None of that story even made sense. You literally took the guy who is one of the best Thor villains from the comics who's literally called the God Butcher and don't do something with him, even giving it to Christian Bale. And the movie it literally comes down to what's he trying to do? He's trying to get to Eternity to use Eternity to wipe out the gods. And I'm like, what is Eternity in the Marvel Universe? If not a big, powerful, godlike being. Why would he go to him for something? Mm. He hates gods. Mm-hmm. And then why would he entrust his daughter that he just got back into the care of a god? That's like, true i just i felt like the story of like this is what we want to tell like but that's not what the character's like this is what we want to tell
2: there was no character development for us to be able to sit there and understand why he would do those things why they would go why he would allow them to t- you know have his daughter you know like there was no
1: change in the last five minutes he just changed his mind yeah and i'm like but why would he do that
2: mm-hmm.
1: Why, why would you do any of this stuff And then like Natalie Portman as Thor. I I have no issue with her playing Thor. I thought, awesome, we'll get this great storyline from the comics portrayed. There was literally no point. Mm -hmm. Literally no point to it. And then, spoilers for Thor, Rock, she dies. Yeah. So you brought her (laughs) back for this movie to make her Thor, to have her die. Yeah. What was the point of any of that? Yeah. Like, legitimately.
0: And I think, like, a lot of Natalie Portman's character, um, after the first movie, was kind of pushed aside. Um, I think it's because, like, as an actress, didn't she have, like, I think she had other um, stuff going on um, as an actress that she had to do. So she wasn't in a whole lot of the rest of the movies.
1: Oh, yeah, she hated it. She hated working with Marvel. I'm shocked that they got her back.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah. hated the experience.
0: yeah Yeah. oh so
1: that's what it was okay yeah the reason she signed up was because of a specific director that was working on thor to begin with Mm -hmm. and then after she signed up that director dropped out and a different director took over and she hated the experience like the fact they got her by for thor 4 was a massive shock to me like that's why she doesn't appear in ragnarok she refused to come back
2: Mm -hmm. mm-hmm yeah
0: No. Yeah, no, I love Natalie Portman. She's one of my <laughs> favorite actresses out there. She's, like, smart, beautiful, amazing. Everything about her, like, she's always been my bad man, for me, though. <laughs> so. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyhow. So that's
2: what we got, a, run, no, like, no,
1: we got a lot of... No, you're good. You are
0: good. That's we want. We want your opinions.
2: <laughs> uh, I'll touch on these super, super briefly, because I know we've already... We've almost recorded for two hours, and I know you guys got things that you guys gotta get done. Um, but really fast this in June, um, some of the games that are coming out that are kind of like everyone's like really excited for Diablo Floor, the early access June 2nd. So people are out there, they're throwing it down. Um playing that right now, Street Fighter Six is also came out on June sixth. Um Diablo Floor does launch um without the early access on June sixth. So uh that's uh, by the time this podcast comes out, people are already going to be throwing it down, busting it down. So I'm excited to hear reviews on that. Um, so that's you've got we've got that going on. Um, that is for the PC, PS5, uh, Xbox X, PS4, and um, and whatnot. And then we have later in June on the 22nd, if you pre-order Final Fantasy 16, you'll be able to okay, play that one. on PS5. Um, so there, there's a big, big, big hub for that <laughs> and whatnot. And then the other one is AEW Fight Forever. That's June 29th. That's the PC, PS5, Xbox X, and PS4, and Switch. Oh, and Xbox One. Is that what XBO means?
1: I think
2: so. I was like, what the f?
1: I tried to word that out as well I have no idea what XBO, means. I like, <laughs> XBO
2: I was like, XBO? I was like, Xbox One? Makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so that uh those are those are the some of the highlighted ones mm-hmm. that are gonna be coming out in June, and then July doesn't have doesn't have too many games coming out, but uh we'll we'll talk about that some other time. But uh June seems to be the month for a good chunk of games. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and whatnot. So that's that's pretty uh pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, I personally haven't really dived into the Final Fantasy, um, games. I I believe I have Final Fantasy VII, I do believe, uh, Mm -hmm. for my Xbox 360! Um... I still have that, too. I still have my Xbox 360. It's actually literally right here, and that's the controller for it. Um, my Xbox 360 never gave me the Ring of Death, knock on wood, um... But I also haven't turned it on in forever, so if I turn it on, we don't know. Um, uh, so that one, that one, I'm excited to hear people's reviews. The Diablo 4, I'm excited to hear um, people's reviews. For the longest time, I got Diablo and Dota mixed up for whatever reason. Mm. Don't ask me why, but <laughs> I, know. I literally I, thought, I, I kind of in the same way, same position. I was like, Wait, isn't this the same? <laughs> yeah, I literally was like, Oh, Dota, and it's like, Wait, Dota, Diablo, not the same, okay, not not the same. Let, disclaimer. Not the same, uh, but those are those are some of the games that are going to be coming out and whatnot. Uh, so we'll see. There is a game that's coming out later this year at some point, or it's supposed to come out later this year. Um, it is called Angerfoot. I don't know if any of you guys have heard of Angerfoot or anything like that. It is a, I believe it's a it's an indie game. I used to play it. Uh, originally, they released it a couple of years ago, and I used to play it on stream like all the time. And it's, it's low-key like a speedrunner, like fun um, little game where you're supposed to like speedrun and you can do like different challenges on it. They've got a demo on Steam right now <laughs> that you can download and play it. Um, but they're adding a bunch of new stuff to it, and I'm really excited for them. And it's it's so it's so dumb that I'm so excited for this. But I'm so yeah, excited for you streaming this one. I am so excited for Angerfoot to come out. It's supposedly supposed to release sometime this year. We'll see. I'm in their Discord constantly looking and waiting for releases <laughs> and stuff. Um, but it's a it's a fun little speed run thing and whatnot so it's really cool the music is is bumping like you get pumped you get like adrenaline like you go in you gotta beat the bad guys you know different different ways to do it so i'm excited for that one so but we'll we'll see when it when it comes out um do any of you guys have any final thoughts on anything anything you guys want to share before we wrap it up here yes i do go for it (laughs) i have so many thoughts about all the
0: games that are coming out this year um so i was a final fantasy 15 player um final fantasy 15 was one of my favorites (laughs)
2: um
0: personally this is just my personal opinion um final fantasy uh sorry not 15 13 why am i saying 15 i never played 15 final fantasy 13 final fantasy 13, two, and then um, Lightning's um, video game as well. I love those, so I'm excited. I still haven't played Final Fantasy 15. I should probably before Final Fantasy 16. Um, <laughs> Final Fantasy 10 is another one that I really, really, really like. Um, and then um, I'm super excited for Assassin's Creed Mirage, uh-huh. and they have so many Assassin's Creeds like coming up. I'm so excited, like. I'm a huge Assassin's Creed fan. I play pretty much every single one of them, except for
2: Odyssey.
0: Um, I don't like Black Flag.
2: (laughs) I love Black Flag! I say it every time, and I get ripped into it. Every time, I go I love Assassin's
1: Creed. I love Assassin's Creed, too. I I mean... Such a good seat. I was going to say, I was going to mention the flag in the background there.
0: That was my late brother's. Um, I'm actually in his room right now, so um but yeah no he he was the one he's the one who got me into video games um and he's the one who got me into assassin's creed and he had it i played the first one i played every single one i love assassin's creed um i haven't assassin's played that i've played odyssey um i've played um origins i love origins i love origins syndicate good. yeah i love black flag it's one of my favorites um, and then they, and later on, I think in 2024, they have, let me just scroll all the way down to this something um, here. Um, um, here we go. Um, they have Assassin's Creed X, he, X, oh, I, uh, sorry, my dyslexia is fucking with me right now. X, H, E, X, E. Um, they have Assassin's Creed Infinity and they have Assassin's Creed Red. So they have got four... Assassin's Creed um, coming up the, um, and they um, and some future future um, releases so I'm excited about that and I'm always down for some Assassin's Creed um, and then of course like I said the new Spider-Man <gasps> 2 game I, um, the day it comes out I'm hoping like I said I've heard that it's coming out only on PS5 and I hope at that same time it'll come out on PC because I'm going to throw down with that like crazy because I love the first one I played the DLC for the first one. I played I played that like religiously and um I've never finished the second one with Miles Morales. I I should. Um, but um I'm not I haven't gotten into that um, quite yet. Um so yeah, that's in fall of 2023. Um another one that's really interesting to me, it's called The Day Before on November 10th. It looks like another one of those um, um, apocalyptic um, video games, and it looks actually really cool. The visuals look beautiful. Um, it's something that I think Meg would actually like, um, but it's, a, of course, another zombie game. Um but but love it looks
2: that. Like we Disney. love those. Well, yes, zom- Meg-, Meg loves those zombie games. I I'm need like, a... to i need to you play the, the, the dead island too i need you to know that if there was to be like a zombie apocalypse i would be fucking terrified like irl yeah, sure. like i'm terrified <laughs> of zombies so i play zombie games so that i can cope with my fear okay <laughs> just put that there you out go. there it's
0: a new mmo so oh interesting
2: um,
0: yeah and it's going to be released november 10th 2023 Um, It's one of the most anticipated upcoming PC games. Um, And I can see you, girl, putting this on stream. But it looks really... Like, the graphics, oh, my God, they look beautiful. Um, And, um, yeah, so that's actually something that I'm looking into right now, and that seems very interesting for me as well. Um, But, yeah, those are the ones that I'm most excited about um, before... Um, you came on cross. I talked about my expectations for the new Zelda game. Um, I want to play it so bad. Um as well. Um I will play it in honor of my brother who again like who passed away. So um, but yeah, no, I have high expectations for all these games. And oh, and then the new um Suicide Squad game. That one looks interesting too.
2: Yeah, that one that one will be interesting. Just Across like the name. just like the talk of the the Gollum ge- video game.
1: <laughs> uh, the yeah. Suicide Squad game. I was excited at first when they announced it because it's the same team that did like the Arkham games, mm-hmm. which are phenomenal games. And I then they made games. it more. Then they made it more like the Avengers game that came out, and that game is awful. So I do not have high hopes for this at all.
2: That's tough. That's tough. Yeah, I'm looking at some
0: of the visuals right now, and it looks. It, I mean graphics not so great as the other one that I was looking at like the day before um and um Hollow Knight is another one that I'm excited about yeah. Song, it, I love Hollow Knight I have it on my Switch I played that like religiously when I first got my Switch that and the Breath of the Wild as well um but yeah no those are the ones I'm super excited about um do you have any thoughts about any Sun games that are coming out Mr.
2: Cross
1: it, not entirely the Beam 2 that I'm kind of excited for the ones you've already kind of mentioned uh like, yeah, the assassin's creed mirage mm-hmm. obviously i love the <laughs> assassin's creed franchise Um, uh played them when they first initially came out got hooked from like especially from assassin's creed 2 and stuff in the Ezio trilogy really oh amazing. i love the
0: trilogy i forget about that one
1: sometimes <laughs> um, i love the transition of the recent games where it's more rpg-esque and it's gone into that i love those style of games so it going that road i've Love that transition, so I'm super excited for Mirage. And then excited for the new Spider-Man game, although I'll probably not get to play it right away, especially if it's coming out only on PS5. Great
2: right, thing. <laughs> It'll probably you be a, a little bit of time before we get it on PC.
1: Yeah, yeah but like the is... the first game's phenomenal, the Mouth Morales stuff's phenomenal, done an amazing job games, and from what I've seen in the trailers, the second one looks great as well. Um, it's like they've taken what was done and just upped it and made it better and it's like so those are definitely wait. the
0: the combat
1: the, uh, it for. the fact that they've added in the black suit and made it as whole other thing and because they talked about that like that they didn't just want to make it an aesthetic change like with all the other suits they wanted to actually do something with it and give them new powers and do different stuff with the suit mm-hmm. and it adds a whole new element to the game i think brilliant idea
2: well, sweet. Yeah, the Assassin's Creed, I think Assassin's Creed is, I, when I was younger, I used to, because I, again, when I was younger, like, I wasn't playing video games. I was outside, I was riding dirt bikes, I was shooting paintballs at my neighbors. Like, that's, that's what I was <laughs> doing when I was younger. And when I would go to bed at night, I would sit there and I had a laptop, and I would literally watch people play Assassin's Creed. Not, like, mm-hmm. on YouTube. I would literally just watch their playthroughs, like, their, their plays of everything. And they they weren't like really like saying anything. They it was literally just the game. You know, some they'll they'll play the game. They'll mute their mic so you, you can't yeah. pick it up, and it's literally just the game like gameplay. Like that's what I would sit there and watch. And I think my dad saw me watching those, and so like that Christmas or whatever, he got me the 360. And uh, so then it was like, oh, like, okay, like, I'll get into it. And Assassin's Creed was, Halo was, like, my main uh, thing when I was younger, because that's, that's what my neighbor played. So we would, we would do split screen, and we'd play on the 360. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But Assassin's Creed was, like, my first, like, games that I played, like, by myself when I was younger. And so, like, it's definitely, it definitely seems to be a, a game that a lot of, it's a lot of people's first, or it's a lot of people's, like, <sighs> first adventures of not multiplayer games and so it's uh it's really interesting to to see that so it's i've got i've got hopes for it i've got high hopes for it it's it sounds really interesting it sounds like it's gonna be a really good one i feel like they've done a really good job on on them i know that there's there's been some you know some people are like oh like i i wish it was more like the way that it was before where you're a little bit like you don't have as much freedom but then some people are like oh i love how big the worlds are i love that i can go and explore i love oh, that, that i have to go hunt to yeah. in order to increase my armor i love that you know like stuff like that and so it's yeah, it's, it's the same um, as
1: other games of that type stuff like the yeah. and the horizon games it's it's fallen into that category which i think it had to it had to evolve
0: absolutely like, mm-hmm. the
1: games prior that games are constantly
0: evolving whether people like it or not <laughs>
1: yeah like the previous assassin creed games after a while it was a case of like if you've played one you've kind of played them all yeah very similar sort of stuff um and them so yeah it was for the best all.
2: yeah yeah i would agree i mean there's so much stuff to do there's so much stuff to do in it <laughs> and it's it's so nice mm-hmm. that you know if you're you know you're playing you're paying a you know a, a large i mean 70 dollars for a game, and then if you're pay- like getting the deluxe versions or like the high, the elite versions, you know, you could be possibly paying a hundred and fifty, some games two hundred dollars for like all of this, you know, all of this stuff, and you get all of this gameplay, you get the story, mm-hmm. you get the side missions, yeah. you get all the other things that you get to do, and it's like absolutely, it's worth it, you know, absolutely. But mm-hmm. those are my final thoughts on on everything. But uh, if you guys don't have anything else, then uh, I'll wrap us up out of here. Yeah. No. Oh, Oh, um, I did want to say, um, going back to the new Miles
0: Morales game, I literally sat and like listened because I love their their um, every single Miles Morales like rendition of like video game movie. Um, They've had like the best fucking music. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like I was sitting here playing Fortnite earlier this morning and just <sighs> listening to the new, Morales, uh, the new Into the Spider Verse um, game or sa- music. Sorry, soundtrack um and yeah no it's pretty freaking great so that's my final thoughts on that um i didn't want to mention that i don't think i got a chance to (laughs) we were talking about the miles morales into the spider verse um but yeah so many great games so many great movies to anticipate um i hope that we are all able to see them and take the time to see them and then we can get get back
2: together and talk about them (laughs) yeah of course well cross thank you so much for joining us on uh on the podcast hope to have you uh again soon and whatnot Absolutely. it's been uh it's been i'm not gonna lie it's been fun uh because we've been doing a lot of like the scary stuff the food like you know am i the asshole we have been like doing a lot of that stuff we haven't had a uh, sit down and talk and about some eat. of the some of the stuff that's you know new and out there and the the different uh entertainment and, and news and updates so it's it's been a a nice little break from all that and whatnot but appreciate mm-hmm. uh you. having you here and awesome. i hope thank that thank you so much
1: for having me thank you for of advice. course
2: we are partnered with dubby don't forget to use code EDMeg meg at checkout for those discounts our link is in the description thanks
0: for listening in on the shenanigans
2: we will see you all next week i'm mimi i'm meg stay, stay golden, golden.